gentlemen. Hi, congratulations, by the way, on the, uh, on the, on the release of, uh, of The Invisible Man. What an incredible rewrite of a great story to begin with. Uh, I, I love the twists and turns in this one. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, as you said, there's this great H.G. Wells character that's got such a long history. And, uh, you know, this movie wouldn't exist without that original novel and that original idea. Um, I just tried to, I guess I tried to twist the, the uh, interpretation of the character to suit a modern audience, you know? Mm -hmm. Because modern tastes have changed a lot, so you've got to try to to keep up with them. Yeah, there's this also underlying, you know, uh, story about gaslighting. I mean, really, it's it's incredibly thrilling, and at the same time, um, a cautionary tale, I suppose. Yeah, I, I I found that as I was writing it, the the script and the character of the Invisible Man seemed to wrap neatly around the theme of, of gaslighting. I mean, this is a, this idea that someone is manipulating someone psychologically and trying to drive them crazy and make them feel like they're the problem. They're losing their mind. It just was like, just, you know, hand in glove with, with this character. So it, 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 I didn't force it. It just sort of happened. That theme just appeared and I ran with it. Jason, when you when you get a project like this and begin to develop it, do you know that it's going to be this big and 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 this deep? Uh, no, if I knew that, I'd really have a I'd have a superpower. <laughs> I'd make a movie about that superpower. It'd be a good movie, and no one ever knows. <clears throat> but I do know when um in the past when I've worked with Lee, I've never been not satisfied with the result. And so, uh, so I definitely had that confidence going into that. And he, he proved me right again on that. Hmm. Are there other classic tales out there that you're looking at? I mean, uh, I, for me, I think Frankenstein is one of those movies that has never really been made right. I mean, it's been made good, but you know, Mary Shelley's original story, I don't think has ever been really done. I, uh, I, I agree with that. I'd love to do Frankenstein. I think I don't, you know, I'm not working on a Frankenstein. Um, I, I don't really know what, what, what's happening with it, but I would definitely love mm -hmm. to, love to, cr love to crack that one and be a lot of fun. <laughs> Lee, as a director, I mean, you, you are also an actor. Does that help you direct? I mean, are you empathetic toward the actor's, you know, plight or their, you know, their job? <laughs> Their neuroses? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, I think so. I mean, having been an actor in, in, in some films, I definitely can relate to how it feels to be standing there with the crew looking at you and how alone it can feel to, to, to be an actor and the guidance you need. So, yeah, I think, I think it does. I would encourage any director or aspiring director, even if they're not an actor, to take some acting classes just to try, to try to get in the mind of an actor so that your communication with them is good. Because I've worked with some directors, obviously I won't name any names, but you, you can tell they don't really know how to communicate with an actor. And it does leave you feeling uh, a, little, uh, <laughs> a little worried. So I, would, uh, I, I think it's a good thing to be able to talk to actors you know, and, and know what they're thinking. 
Jason, are, are, are you more of a hands-on type of executive producer? I mean, do you go to the set regularly and, and, and see what's going on? No, I'm the opposite. I, I really feel like, um, I mean, we have executives who do that. Uh, Bea, who was our executive uh, on this movie, lived in Australia with Lee and was there every day. But but even even our executives, you know, our, our, the message to them is is to help and support the filmmaker, but not tinker and get in their way. And, um, you know, I, f- I feel like, you know, if I was on set every day, I should be directing, not producing. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and so, you know, with that, that, that's, we, we kind of help put it together and support our artists, but then we let them, you know, cut their own path. In, in our final seconds together, uh, you know, when people are uh, download or rent uh, The Invisible Man, what do you think they're going to take away from it overall? I think they'll take away a super thrilling, super scary, um, very original experience. I don't know, Lee, if you could, you want to, you want to say something else on that? I would, I would say, I, I hope that they, that that is how, how they take it away. I mean, um, if they're at home as opposed to a movie theater, I really hope they are have trouble sleeping. Like, I hope that the movie, <laughs> I hope that the movie disturbs them to the point where it stays with them. You know. Um, that's all you can hope for with a horror movie is is to stick in people's minds uh, without them wanting it there. Take up rent-free space in people's head. Wow. Great words. Thank you guys so much and have a have a wonderful day. Remember, wash your hands after every interview. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm washing my hands <laughs> right now. My hand. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs>